Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the second series of the Haiku P podcast. I'm Patricia and today I have a special podcast dedicated to Senryu and Haiku written by the Haiku P community on the topic of film. As always, I'll put all the links I have at the end of the show notes, but as you know, it takes me a few days to get them loaded onto the Poetry P site. So bear with me, please. Today's topic was inspired by the Zurich Film Festival. This happens in Zurich at the end of September, beginning of October each year, and I love it. One of the downsides of living as an expat is that I do miss going to the theatre in my native language. I compensate by going to the cinema and I gorge myself at the film festival. Now I don't want you to get the wrong impression of the festival. It's very international. Films are in many languages. But the joy is that they're often subtitled in English when they wouldn't be under normal circumstances here in Switzerland. There's also a relatively new development in a couple of my local cinemas, maybe even in yours, which I'm enjoying very much. They're offering live theatre and opera direct from the West End of London. I've been enjoying some fabulous operetta from Gilbert and Sullivan, and most recently I've seen All About Eve. And all of that while sitting in a very comfy seat in Zurich. I definitely recommend this if it comes to a cinema near you. Now I realise film is a hard topic. For the longest time, I thought I'd have to change the topic for this podcast. Week upon week, I had no submissions. And if I'm honest, I began to panic. However, I held my nerve, albeit I know I encouraged a few people to submit. And I have to say, you all came good. Although many of you confirmed that it was a difficult topic, I think the effort was worth making. My thanks to all my regulars and to the new contributors for writing work for the podcast. I hope you all enjoy hearing it as much as I enjoyed reading them. As usual, I'll start by offering you some previously published work. Only a couple this week, perhaps reflecting that it's not an area covered by many publications. So, settle down in your seats, grab some popcorn and drinks, and let's film coup. First up, a piece by Alan Summers from Symmetry Pebbles, edited by Richard Thomas. Vigilante movie, my elbow heavy on your knee. And this from Gérard Krebs from Blythe Spirit. Film festival, in a silent love scene, someone snoring. Well, today I'm going to start with a new contributor, Mariela Gonzalez, who originally comes from Venezuela, although now lives in the Netherlands. Although she trained as a scientist, she works in music, teaching children to play the piano and is studying for certificates for piano performance. Perhaps we'll see her on our local stages sometime in the future. She became interested in haiku about six years ago, Seeking out information on how to write haiku, she found William Higginson's book, The Haiku Handbook, which she would heartily recommend. Now, Mariella has been ill, and she found, like many of us, that haiku can be a serious tool to use on our road to recovery. It's become very important in her life. She says it's a way of honouring events in life 
however small they are. At the moment, she's writing an anthology inspired by Venezuela's nature and culture, through which feelings of longing to return to her homeland will be expressed. Perhaps when it's finished, she'll let us know. But for now, let's hear what she's written for film. Farewell Embrace, I Close My Eyes to the Scene Comedy film, a popcorn falls between her breasts. Now to one of our regulars, Ernesto P. Santiago. First, a monocou. Midway through the film, a drowsy moon. Without dialogue, captured on film, the passing wind. I found this a very interesting one. It could be very beautiful and serious. The black and white visions of the wind moving. Or, if I let the child in me take over, it could go right back to the times of Basho and be slightly smutty and humorous. If you think of it as being a comedic portrayal of someone passing wind, I can just see Charlie Chaplin doing this scene. In another first this week, we have a husband and wife team, the Hawkeads, Patricia and John. I'll begin with John, who writes another piece which made me chuckle. Late night horror film, with all the lights off, she pulls me closer. And from Patricia, who we've not met before on the podcast, but who many of you will have read in a number of publications such as Haiku Universe, Daily Higer, Bare Bones, Odyssey, Airlings, Fat Chance, and the new Exeter Book of Riddles, she gives us this. Knowing the names of all the old movie idols, our teenager. And I had to wonder, how common is this? Now for some verses by Joan Barrett. First up, I've chosen a piece that Joan wrote as a four-line haiku, but I'm going to read it twice, once as she wrote it, four lines, and then as a three-liner. Tell us, which way works best for you? Home movies, when the world and I were innocent. Home movies, when the world and I were innocent. And then this one, not just because it's about the very first film that made an impression on me, but I think it's a clever piece without being in your face about it. Wednesday's Child, Shedding Tears for Bambi. And lastly from Joan, I couldn't resist this one because it's about one of my favourite films. I've even been to Vienna to spot places that the movie was filmed in. Harry Lime's Shoes and a Lonely Black Cat, The Chaos of a Zither. Now, a selection of work from Mark Gilbert. Riding her broomstick, it's okay, she's only acting. I thought this piece had a touching parent-child relationship. And Mark tells me that as a kid he was terrified of the Wicked Witch in The Wizard of Oz, and especially her flying monkeys. And the next one made me giggle. Darth Vader, a character we can all look up to. There, Mark, I just about got it out without giving in to the giggles. 
The following pieces are from a poet new to us on the podcast, Ivanka Ettinger. She's a former seventh grade English and drama teacher, teaching for 12 years in public inner city middle schools in Los Angeles. She's been a performance poet too, which I'm not sure I'd have the guts to do. She shares an enthusiasm for photography with a number of us here on the podcast and is very passionate about film. She's an enthusiastic reviewer, list maker and commentator on Letterboxd, if you want to have a look. She started writing haiku as a tool to train herself to be more succinct. Good idea. So let's hear a couple of verses about film from Ivanka. Kurosawa made every exquisite frame worth examining. Wings of desire are needed to embrace the awe of being human. Another regular next, Andy Sire. An intermission. Living our epoch journeys, we watch others' films. Now I was really tempted to use the word epic rather than epoch in this which would work, but Andy's choice makes the verse so much more interesting, don't you think? Catherine E. Winnick has taken a slightly different point of view on film. Listen. Speed and shutter, moving frame by frame, black and white. Many of us will already know the next Hygin. I've already featured one of his pieces on today's podcast. He's a prolific poet, someone who works really hard to bring the enjoyment of haiku to as many people as possible, and who teaches and mentors so many. Who is it? Well, none other than Alan Summers. He's written an original just for us. The Long Summer, Reimagining Myself as John Carter This was inspired by Alan's devotion to John Carter of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs, and his curiosity about the planet Mars. I'll put a longer explanation for both his pieces, actually, on the website. Patrick Stevens has a couple of Senryu. The first made me realise once again how technology has changed in my life. And I don't regard myself as that old, really. 16mm. All our childhood memories lost to DVD. Escaping again in the dim flickering light. Imagination. Staying in France, we meet a new poet, at least for the podcast, Cyril Soliman. She writes haiku because it helps her to connect to the world. She enjoys haiku which are simple, genuine, and work in the short, long, short formation. And if you're a French speaker, or read French, as I know some of you do, she recommends the website of Serge Tomé, which I'll put on the show notes. Now for her work. End of the film. Only thing he remembers, her delicate scent. Ricky Rivers Jr. writes a couple of pieces that just take me back to black and white films, romantic ones. Where do they take you? Narration in text. Quiet dialogue, grey romance. A film life, projection of fantasies, imagination captured. 
Next, another poet new to the podcast, but again, many of you will know him. It's Craig Kittner. Craig is currently guest editor on the Haiku Foundation's What's at Hand series. He lives in North Carolina, close to the Cape Fear River. Now that was a film. Remember that one? He's a theatre enthusiast like me, but he's taken his love further, performing and writing for theatre. Of writing haiku, he says, Every rule I can think of has been effectively broken by someone at some time. Writers just need to be open to what's around them and cultivate the ability to speak about what moves them simply and compassionately. Trust that your readers are out there, waiting for your work. And I'd just like to add a little something to that. It's about submitting to publications. Not every editor will like your work, but that doesn't mean it's a bad piece of work. Take another look at it by all means if it's been rejected. Perhaps it does need a tweak. And if you think so, make it. But if you have the confidence in your work, continue to send it to other editors. There will be one out there that likes it. Now, my rant over. Let's continue with Craig. Craig is another person who recommends David G. Lanoui's book, Write Like Isa, a haiku how-to. I must admit to having a real love of his work. And so to Craig's work. Peeking out from behind the sofa, creature feature. This one definitely resonated with me. As a kid, my family loved Doctor Who, but I was the scaredy cat. I was the child behind the sofa. At the end, we begin the wait for a sequel. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I begin the wait for a sequel as soon as I hear the film is coming out. I'm thinking Star Wars here. Completely bonkers, I know. If you'd like to read more from Craig, I'll put a link to his poetry chapbook, Time Sweet Saver, in the notes. And don't forget to check out the Haiku Foundation dialogue feature, What's at Hand. You might have haiku and opinions to share. Following on from one new guest to another, this time we meet Kim Russell from Norfolk in the UK. Kim is another Londoner who has spent time in Ireland and Germany. She writes haiku every day as a limbering up exercise before writing other forms of poetry and short stories. You can read her blog, which she updates every day. Details in the notes, along with the details of her chapbooks. Normally, Kim's garden is a source of inspiration for her haiku. And you know what? It sounds absolutely charming. She has a variety of trees, shrubs, birds and animals, including deer. Perhaps it will inspire her to write for next month's topic, weeds, or as some of you have pointed out, wildflowers. Deadline, 13th of May. Submissions by email, please. Kim has a recommendation for a resource I've not mentioned before, but it is something I have enjoyed. That is Carpe Diem. Check it out if you don't already know it. Now for her work. Great Escape. Safe in plush cushioned darkness, scented with popcorn. I love the use of synesthesia here. Don't you? All those faces turned towards the silver screen, stargazing. 
Sometimes, you know, I'd like to watch the audience rather than the film. I've been to some stinkers recently. Now, this might be a good time to give you my effort. I went to see Mary Poppins at Christmas. Not a stinker. I took the kids, and when I say kids, mine are in their twenties. They were two of the youngest people there. Most people were around my age, people for whom Mary Poppins was an essential part of their childhood. Have you seen it? As a film, I enjoyed it. I listened to the music on Spotify. But Emily Blunt, as good as she was, played Mary Poppins all wrong for me. She put Mary into the wrong class, and it irritated me. Perhaps this is just a British quibble, but really, Mary Poppins is not a burlesque artist. So, having got that off my chest, here is my very imperfect verse, because I found this topic truly difficult. Velvet Womb. Baby Boomers Return to Mary Poppins. Next, M. Shane Pruitt firstly reminds us of simpler times with his take on westerns. Do you know what? I wish there were more contemporary westerns. Old West. The line between good and bad, black and white. And then this, which I found rather amusing but also a bit heartbreaking. My own rom-com, trying to kiss her after the movie. Now, another new poet to the podcast, Sarah Zeman. She's Welsh, but lives in England, working as a freelance proofreader. This sounds like my perfect job. Although, it's probably a lot harder than I anticipate. She's currently working on a collection of poems for children, but she does write for adults. She says she enjoys the sparse nature of haiku and the challenge of painting a picture in just a handful of syllables. But she's still learning the various forms. I'm not sure you ever stop learning. Do you? Let's listen to her piece and then I'll tell you a little bit of the context. Lacking his partner, a small world in monochrome shrinks to Fred Astaire. This is inspired by Sarah's grandfather. She reveals, My always taciturn grandfather spoke even less after my grandmother died. He always watched old dance films. Thanks for sharing this personal memory, Sarah. Minoko Takahashi, writing from Japan, shares something that struck me as culturally interesting, as well as carefully crafted. Small theatre. The tall man squeezes himself into a seat. And now Richard Bailey initially tells us a story of something which has become very important in today's world. Film preservation. Digitising cellulose, maintaining memory. And then perhaps a comment on plot development. Chamber of Horrors. Square of random violence, brave intervention. Last, but never least, a couple of pieces from Robert Horobin. He started to experiment with monoku, something I'll come back to in another podcast. The thing I often enjoy about monoku is the way you can read them and the slight difference it makes. 
Back row. Romeo and Juliet kiss unseen. Or is it? Back row Romeo and Juliet kiss unseen. Midnight repeats. The dead walk again. And again. What's your favourite film in this genre? Mine, I think, has to be Shaun of the Dead. That's it for this week. I think we can say that for a topic that most of us found really hard, we did a pretty good job, didn't we? My thanks as always to everyone who submitted and to everyone who's listened. I do enjoy having your company and, of course, your feedback. Email me or tweet at me. I do have a favour to ask of you this week, though. Personally, I don't use Facebook. I never got to grips with it. But if you do, do you think you could mention the podcast in your feed? I'd be terribly grateful. Next month, our topic is weeds. You have until the 13th of May to get your submissions to me, please. And please email them. I can't cope with tweeted submissions. And in a couple of weeks, I have a full podcast for you. Another opinion piece a book review, and a special guest feature. I hope you'll join me. Until then, keep writing. As you know, all links should be in the show notes, but if I've missed something, please just let me know and I'll do my best to correct it. Take care now. Ciao.